0: to the Lombardi Line, the Tuesday edition with Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds live from the VEASAN studio at the beautiful South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa, and it's to the Diamonds we head. Your Tuesday action in Major League Baseball West begins this afternoon with the Rangers at the Giants. 1235 Pacific 335 Eastern start it'll be Jordan Lyles versus Logan Webb San Francisco took the series opener on Monday night three to one the remain uh, the Rangers remain very hot though they have won nine of their last 12 and the Giants are a solid favorite in a day game at Oracle here minus 160 on the money line with a total of eight and a half
1: lean here a little bit to the Giants even at 153 and that's kind of where the base price is mid 150s right now so it's gone up about 10 cents from the opener Jordan Lyles, it looks like maybe he could get some positive regression for Texas, but he's still at 709 and 499 on the XFIP. So that's still not very good, even if you're getting regression. mentioned Webb, 349 on the XFIP, much better than his ERA. So would lean here with San Francisco? I think it's probably appropriately priced out right now.
0: Kind of interesting. This total last night was seven, and now we're up to eight and a half. And I understand, obviously, the pitching matchup is different, but that's a pretty big move.
1: It is a big move. I think it's probably warranted because of what we've seen so far, at least out of Jordan Lyles. Uh, It looks like this is going to be, I believe, the last game of the series, just a short series. Both these clubs, uh, I believe, are scheduled to have a day off for tomorrow. So, you know, sometimes with these getaway games, I, I usually like to play the unders in this game, and you're seeing it get bet to the over that, you know, obviously, some of the sharp overnight baseball betters seemingly like this total to the over. I can't disagree with them.
0: I actually kind of lean to the under here. Uh, stayed well under the total last night with a 3 to 1 final in favor of the Giants. We will see today. The Cubs at the Indians, 3 10 Pacific, 6 10 Eastern. It'll be Adbert Alzalay versus Shane Bieber. And both of these teams are playing very well, both winners of seven of their last 10. The Indians trail the White Sox by just a game in the AL Central. The Cubs are at 500 and three and a half back in the NL Central. The tribe a good size favorite here at home with Bieber at minus one eighty-five with a total of seven.
1: Yeah, I would have liked it maybe on the earlier overnight number, maybe around one hundred sixty or one sixty-five. It's a little bit high here, I think, in this spot. You've got the Cubs now hitting a little bit better. Cleveland is still a little bit under league average, averaging about four and a quarter runs per game. League average right now about four point three eight. So you've got a lineup that doesn't really have a lot of power necessarily in it. And Albert Alzaleh, I think his pitch better of late. He still looks like he's due some positive regression. 450 on the ERA, but 340 on the fielding independent pitching. So will he keep that up? Shane Bieber, they're saying his, his numbers are down from last year. But when you look, 298 ERA, 239 on the XFIP, 14.3 strikeouts per nine innings. So yeah, he's while, really slumping. Uh, while the other Bieber gets his peaches down in Georgia, this Bieber gets his strikeouts in Ohio. <laughs> and he's gotten a lot of them so far this season. So... What I'm looking at, if I look at some positive regression really in terms of the XFIP on both pitchers, that would lead me to the under a little bit. And that's where it's getting bet right now. It was seven. Now you're seeing basically seven under minus a dollar twenty, pretty much market consensus. And I can't disagree with that. Got priced out a little bit here on Bieber. I wanted to lay maybe like one sixty-five or one seventy, not looking to lay one ninety, so a pass on the side, but I do like the under.
0: Yeah, I did bet Cleveland on the overnight. I think I got it less than. 170. Might have been 173. I can't remember the exact price right now, but it is getting a little expensive, and I actually lean a little bit to the over. You talked about the Cubs hitting as of late. I think this could sneak over seven. Reds at Pirates. This will be Jeff Hoffman against JT Brubaker. Remember those pesky Pirates, Wes? Well, all of a sudden, they've lost eight out of their last ten. Cincinnati is at 500 on the season. They are three and a half games out of first in the NL Central, and they're a small underdog on the road this afternoon plus 105 with a total of seven and a half
1: yeah and the Pirates absolutely got beat around the ballpark at PNC Park last night 14 to 1 the Reds with a big win and look I think a lot of the betters are maybe going to look a little bit to fade the Pirates on the basis of how they've struggled as you mentioned and then of course when you get beat 14 to 1 it's kind of like you're the bottom of the market when you've been struggling but JT Brubaker has been a little, a little bit better this season. And, and, and I think that uh, this is a guy that was a, a six round pick, I believe back in 2015, 278 on the ERA. So a little higher on the extra, but not much higher at 3.1. So not much of a difference uh, this year. And with Jeff Hoffman, look, his lineup or his numbers rather, were going to get better just the fact that he's not pitching at Coors field. But still, his expected ERA would be 626. His current ERA is actually 429. Hmm. So he's been walking uh, a little bit too many guys. I think he walks about 11.2% of the hitters that he was facing. And look, this guy is basically going to throw you fastballs. He pitches the contact, but that contact has been hard hit right back against him. So I'm going to buy the Pirates here low a little bit, uh, even though they lost 14-1. to And I know that they've got this big losing streak after they had a much better and expected start. This is more just kind of going against Jeff Hoffman in this spot. And I think JT Brubaker, a relatively quality pitcher, you've seen it already get bet now. I think you're seeing 120, 119 here at the South Point. That's about right. I know it's moved a little bit, so it's lost a little bit of value. But I'd be on the Pirates here in this spot.
0: The Yankees at the Rays, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern for Jordan Montgomery versus Luis Patino. And it looks like this will be an opener situation. Maybe Ryan Yarbrough makes an appearance for Tampa Bay. The Yankees have been on a roll. They've won seven out of their last ten and two in a row. They still trail Boston by three games in the American League East, and they're a short road favorite at Tampa here. Minus 120 at BetMGM and eight is your total.
1: Yeah, and I know the Yankees have really picked it up offensively, but the Rays have kind of been their bugaboo. They've kind of kept their bats at bay. If you look at the so far this season with the Yankees, 168, they're batting against Tampa Bay this season, 552 on the OPS. So they have not hit these guys. And Tampa Bay has kind of figured it out from a pitching standpoint. But what Tampa Bay has got to figure out is the offense, which has been one of the worst in the league. And I know Jordan Montgomery doesn't really have dominant stuff, but he does have a cutter that the Rays really struggle to hit. Tampa Bay has been very poor at home this season. They're hitting just 210 down there at Tropicana Field. That's the third worst average of any team in its home park mm. this season. So you've got, yeah, you've got two really good bullpens here. I think that rank both top ten ERA, also in the fielding independent, the xFIP. So unders a. Uh, Hasn't seen a lot of money yet. This basically opened eight, and it's still at eight. Couldn't really get there on the side. Kind of tough to do when the Rays do this opener thing. So I kind of like the under here in this spot. I know the Yankees have been on an absolute.
0: Eight and a half. The eight scares me a little bit, but uh, I am not involved in this game. The Phillies at the Nationals, Chase Anderson versus Eric Fetty. Washington is now four games below five hundred. They've lost two in a row. The Phillies are a game above five hundred, trailing the Mets by just a game in the National League East. The Nationals are a small favorite, however, this afternoon. Minus one thirty five on the money line. Nine is your
1: total. Yeah, and I would maybe look to bet the over here. If you look at Chase Anderson, who's going for the fills tonight, 610 XERA and 542 XFIP in his first six starts. So he's really been struggling a little bit, especially with this fastball. And really, that's what the Nationals can hit or fastballs. That's what they have pretty much up and down that lineup. And they do have Juan Soto back, so not a moment too soon. Eric Fetty been a little bit better than last season, but he's still struggling with the control. He's averaging 4.2 walks per nine innings. That is way too many, and that's kind of always been his Achilles heel really throughout his career. He throws a lot of sinker balls, but the ball isn't sinking. It's staying in the middle of the plate, and hitters are hitting it right back at him, so... Uh, I look at this, and and I thought the total. I thought this might be nine and a half. Actually, on the opener, it's getting bet slightly to the under, but I don't di- I don't agree with that move. So you can maybe take nine on the over at even money is probably what you're going to get at this standpoint, and and that's what I would look to do.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I, I lean towards the over in this ball game as well. The Orioles at the Mets, 4:10 Pacific, 7:10 Eastern. It'll be John Means versus Marcus Stroman. And speaking of those first place Mets. They've won five in a row. They are home tonight to face Baltimore and baseball's most recent pitcher who just threw a new no-hitter. So, do you fade John Means in his next start after the no-no? It's not too expensive, West Mets are minus 150 on the money line and a very low
1: total of 6.5. I think you might kind of have to because you got the Mets, who I know DeGrom gets all the ink, but Marcus Stroman's been very solid for this team through seven starts. 210 on the ERA, 318 on the xPip. He's on a career best pace to really have a career year here in Flushing Queens and he's holding opponents uh, in terms of their weighted on base average to uh, to a 270 average. He's forcing a lot of ground balls uh and Stroman has always been kind of a ground ball pitcher if you go back to his days in Toronto, but it's been even higher really this season. He's still in, kind of mixing up his pitches a little bit more. Throws the sinker, throws a slider, throws a cutter, kind of eliminating a little bit more of his off-speed stuff this season, and it's really been working for him, so he's made a nice adjustment. You've got an Orioles lineup that's not the best against righties. They're a little bit better against lefties, uh, so I think this might be the fade spot to go ahead and, and go against John means anything 150 or less. I think it is is more than fair considering how Strowman has pitched so far this season. This did open now. It has taken the money because everybody else has the same idea because it was like 131 in the overnight. Now you're seeing a buck 45 buck 43 depending on your shop. So this would be the one. I know it didn't work out if you did it against Mad Bum, but that was against the Colorado team that can't win on the road. So this is a little bit of a different story. So I'd be on the Metropolitan tonight at under 150. Yep, I'm exactly with you.
0: Anything less than 150 or 150 at the peak, uh, I would be on the New York Mets as well to get this one done over John Means and the Orioles. The Royals are at the Tigers. Brady Singer versus Matt Boyd. Detroit is 14 games below 500. And- And Kansas City has lost eight games in a row. Uh, The Royals are a road favorite, however. Minus 120 here at BetMGM
1: with a total of eight. Tigers really found their bats a little bit against the Twins. But if you look... And the course of the season, Tigers, by the way, averaging 6.4 runs over the last five games, but they're one of the worst teams against right-handed pitching really in the league, and Singer already got them this season and very much shut them down in an earlier meeting. So you've got a team like a guy like singer, who's obviously gotten these guys to start the season. And then you have Matthew Boyd, who's been pretty, pretty solid in the ERA. Now he's due for a little bit of regression, but it might not come here because you got a Kansas city team that really doesn't hit lefties very well. So, the bullpens are obviously a little bit of a risk between these two teams especially on the detroit side so the way i would probably be looking to attack this game is maybe the first 5 under which is now up to 4 juice the under about 115 minus 120 depending on your store that'd be the way i would look to maybe take the bullpens out of play especially that detroit one so I'm going to go at the under four here, first five innings, Royals-Tigers.
0: Yeah, I, I certainly see your thinking there. I, I
1: But for the entire game, I kind of lean towards the over. Because the bullpens uh, really are so bad. And you do have Matthew Boyd, by the way. This does merit pointing out. 227 on the ERA and 496 on the XFIP. That is a pretty pronounced difference when, you, when you're looking at this to try to evaluate it, even though Matthew Boyd, The numbers are pretty good on the periphery where he's gone 35 and two-thirds innings, 296 fielding independent, allowed just .25 homers per nine innings, so he's keeping the ball in the ballpark, but the exp at almost five really scares you away, so maybe he gets through the order once or twice before there's any real damage, so that's why if I'm looking for the under here, I'm looking more first five than full game. Yeah, I am on the Royals here
0: to snap that eight-game losing streak, and it's almost kind of like the the fade of the Detroit Tigers has already begun this early in the season, and it seems like a fairly cheap price there. With uh, Kansas City having their own problems as well, the Athletics are at the Red Sox. Chris Bassett versus Nathan Eovaldi. Both of these front runners have cooled off just a little bit. The A's playing 500 baseball as of late, and Boston just six and four over their last ten games. But the Red Sox favored here at Fenway this evening, minus 130 and eight and a half for your total.
1: And I think that's. Probably Probably a fair price for the Red Sox. They're not getting involved here. That would be my lean. Nady Evaldi, 4.62 on the ERA, but 3.26 on the XVp That is very respectable. Chris Bassett really has been up and down. He's been either really good or, or really been poor. So... First game on the road trip for Oakland. Looks like a decent spot, and you've got two of the better records in Major League Baseball here. So the under has gotten hit from 9 to 8.5. Small lean Red Sox, but nothing for me.
0: Yeah, I like the Red Sox here. I'm actually on them, and uh, I do lean towards the under as well. I can understand that move. And you talk about the uh, difference there in the XFIP and ERA for Eovaldi and the inconsistency of Chris Bassett. Uh, Boston comes off of the loss in that final game uh, in the four-game Set with Baltimore I like them to bounce back here at home today Uh, the Athletics starting the road trip I think it is a good spot for Boston and and a pretty uh, affordable price there at minus 130 here at BetMGM we'll see if we can squeeze in one more West Blue Jays at the Braves we didn't really know this pitching matchup this morning but it looks like it's going to be Bryce Wilson for the Atlanta Braves taking on Robbie Ray and
1: the price is just starting to populate have you uh, seen anything here yeah, right now I'm seeing here at the South Point, Blue Jays minus 125, take back on the Braves at plus 115. So Robbie Ray, now the favorite total, has also been adjusted. Nine and a half, now juice to the under at minus 120.
0: All right, a few more games to get to for your Tuesday card in Major League Baseball. The Cardinals and the Brewers, the Angels and the Astros. Shohei Otani on the hill tonight in the Lone Star State. We've also got golf going on this week in the Lone Star State. We'll be right back on the Lombardi line right here on Visa Line. We pick up the Tuesday card on the Diamonds with the Cardinals at the Brewers. This is a 440 Pacific, 740 Eastern start. It'll be Quang Hyun Kim versus Freddie, uh, Freddie Peralta. And these two are battling it out in the NL Central. Milwaukee snapped a six-game losing streak. They've now won a pair. St. Louis has won eight out of ten. The Cardinals have a two-game advantage over the Brewers in the division. But they are an underdog this evening at Miller Park. Plus 115 on the money line with a total of seven
1: bats got right, but they certainly got going against Colorado in that weekend series, so I don't know if they're going to be able to sustain that necessarily against a very good pitching staff. Uh, uh, Sixth ranked pitching staff in the league are the Milwaukee Brewers, and they've had to be good because they have not been able to hit. Christian Yelich still on the shelf with a back injury. Milwaukee hasn't been having those games where they're really putting up a lot of runs, and you've got Freddie Peralta, whose ERA is slightly higher than his Uh, ex-FIP. The risk with Peralta is he's a fly ball guy and he can give up some home runs, but he's leaving guys on base and he's stranding runners. He's got to limit those walks a little bit, though. 4.78 per nine innings against uh, a Cardinals team, though, that is a pretty free-swinging team. They don't really draw a lot of walks here, so See if you can get a quality start out of Peralta. Uh, Kwon Young Kim has actually been very good uh, to start the season so far. Been a little bit unlucky, too. 346 on the BABIP, the batting average balls in play. Usually about three is around the league average. Uh, So Kim's ERA at 3.06 is actually very good. Soft contact, so sometimes he can get some hard hit balls. Adam here but I do like the under here at least in this standpoint or lean to it I'd miss the seven and a half so that's obviously what I would like to get at seven right now juice to the over in terms of uh, where you are with 115 I think basically pretty much market-wide also Milwaukee has taken some money here about a 10 to 15 cent move in terms of the overnight with Freddie Peralta. Actually, St. Louis had just played 17 games in 17 days. So they get a day off. Then they got to go up against a very good pitcher tonight. So that's why you're seeing, I think Milwaukee take a little bit of the money, but I would go under and pay a little bit on the VIG. If I could get seven and a half, if I could get seven and a half minus like a dollar 20, I'd be in.
0: I do lean towards the Brewers uh, following that move did not make a play, but that's be That would be the side I'd be on Mentioned Shohei Otani on the hill tonight in Houston. It's the Angels at the Astros, five ten Pacific, eight ten Eastern. And it was a really good road win for the Angels to kick off this series on Monday. They have now won two in a row. Still four games back in the division. Houston, a very solid road or excuse me, home favorite tonight at minus one
1: sixty with eight and a half for your total. You know, Shohei has actually been pretty solid in terms of the five innings. If you look uh, this season in terms of the run line, I think the first five run line, and usually your first five run lines, the juice is going to vary, but by and large, it's always going to be a half a run if you're taking that. So if you look at his first five innings run line, he's actually 4-0 and on the season. So Ota- Angels are 3-1 and and Otani starts. And then, of course, I mentioned about the run line there in the first five. So... Could be an, an area I think to look if you really want to attack this game. Uh, McCullers 3.58 on the ERA, 3.98 on the xFIP. Otani, much lower ERA than XFIP, but the XFIP is about four. What you worry about, and the reason why you might want to look Angels first five is because this bullpen has not been very good as of late. They had to hang on for dear life last night uh, in, in in the game against Houston. So if I were to look here, I might look Angels in the first five. You can either go money line route, which as of right now would be about a dollar thirty, dollar thirty five. Or you could lay the half run, or excuse me, take the half run, rather, and lay about $1.15 vig. So, obviously, if there's a tie and that's 3-3 three, three after five innings, you take that half run, you're going to win. So, that might be the way I attack this one.
0: The Twins at the White Sox, five forty Pacific, eight forty Eastern. Kenta Maeda versus Dylan Cease. Minnesota is now eight games below five hundred, while Chicago is on top in the division and six games above five hundred. White Sox have won three in a row, close to a pick'em game, but minus one twenty here in favor of Chicago at BetMGM with a total of seven and a half.
1: The Twins have been absolutely terrible, but this could be maybe the spot for them. You have Dylan Cease, 357 now on the XFIP. He started out rough and has actually pitched a lot better lately, but Kenemiata, 502, 374 on the XFIP, so about a run and a quarter difference. Maeda, basically a fly ball pitcher in that Minnesota park. It's kind of tough for him at home. So I think that could give him a little bit of value on the the road. Lean twins, small underdog road price.
0: All right, next up, we join Andy McNeil and some hockey talk with the playoffs coming up this weekend. We'll find out who Andy likes tonight. Just a short card for your Tuesday on the ice, but looking ahead to the playoffs as well with our man, the digital gambler, right here on the Lombardi line. We'll be back on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Today, or any of the VSIN broadcasts, be sure to check out our free VSIN podcast. You can ch- catch up on Follow the Money with Mitch and Polly, a numbers game, or the Lombardi line on the daily VSIN Best Bets podcast. Also, check in with Gil Alexander's Beating the Book pod, Josh Applebaum's Market Insights. Get PGA Tour betting previews on long shots, the Ron Flatter Racing pod, and also the NBA Scoop with JVT on Hardwood Handicappers. Whatever you're betting, we have a podcast for it. Find them all for free at VSIN. Dot com slash podcast. That's VSIN dot com slash podcast. Andy McNeil now joins the show to talk some hockey. Just two games on the ice tonight, Andy, but the Bruins versus the Capitals does certainly have some meaning. Washington is just two points ahead of Boston in the East Division. They're a small home favorite tonight, and Wes was telling me not long ago, it looks like it's come across the wire here, that Boston is going to be resting a lot of players tonight. Is there anything strong enough for you to make a play in this game, Andy, or are you kind of looking forward to what is uh, going to be a postseason matchup between these two uh,
2: well, there, well there's nothing at stake in this game I don't think the the, the standings can change in any way um, the, the the Bruins are going to finish in the third seed here and uh, this this really isn't the Boston Bruins that's taking the ice tonight this is an American Hockey League team the, the baby Providence Bruins from Providence <laughs> uh, and uh, you know I'm, I'm I'm not going to come on here and tell anybody to chase a number that's moved you know, somewhere around 30 cents uh, since that news was announced, uh, maybe more than that, by the looks of things. Um, if you got to it, great. If you didn't, uh, you know, I mean, that, that's up, to, that's up for the, the viewer to decide at this point. I mean, they're, they're resting the whole team. Uh, if, if you, if you need my help to make a decision on whether or not, uh, this might be a game to to fade the Boston Bruins, then I don't know what to tell you. But uh, I would definitely worry about the the Capitals' uh, motivation here. Like I said, there's just not a whole lot to play for.
0: All right, let's fast forward. You've got a piece coming out, I understand, on Wednesday in Point Spread Weekly, where you have kind of gone through some simulations and set your series prices. We do have, of course, some of the matchups already figured, uh, quite a few of them already, with the uh, postseason beginning this weekend between uh, the Bruins and the Capitals. And you've got the Bruins, uh, or as as far as the odds to win the East here at BetMGM, the Bruins and the Penguins and the Capitals all at plus two ten. But I saw. uh, in your little model, you've got the Bruins expected to be a heavy favorite in this opening series.
2: Yeah, Boston's been playing some some great hockey. Uh, they've got a one A and a one B line. Their second line of Taylor Hall, uh, David Krejci, and, and Craig Smith has has arguably been better than their first line uh, since the trade deadline. Um, and, and Washington, you know, they, they, they've been they've been good, but there, there's a lot of issues on defense and in the in goal for that team. As well, uh, and those are issues that the Bruins just don't have, and they've they've played Washington pretty tightly this year. They've got a winning record against them. Um, there's so there there is a matchup advantage, uh, but you know Boston getting hot at the wrong time, things falling apart in Washington. The, the injuries are mounting up uh, at the wrong time. Uh, this is a very fluid price, but I'm expecting uh, some players not to play uh, in, in the first couple of games of this series right now. Uh, but that's um, you know something I'm going to have to monitor over the course of the week. But in general, I think uh, this is one that, that, that people are going to want to watch uh, and, and try to take away as much from, from game number one as, as possible um, because it'll be pretty evident uh, of whether or not the Capitals are uh, 100%, uh, I think, when, when the puck drops uh, on this series.
1: Andy, over to the North Division, we do have one matchup tonight. Not much to play for for one team, that being the Vancouver Canucks, who are now eliminated from the playoffs. Did get the win over these Jets, though, last night. 3-1. to one. Winnipeg and Montreal kind of battling for that 3-4 position there in the North. Toronto and Edmonton currently 1-2. Seeing a little bit of a, of a trickle, maybe on Vancouver, but I think the prices basically stayed about 170-175 range on the Winnipeg Jets, who clearly have more to play for when you're getting to this time of season Andy when most everything has been clinched and obviously Winnipeg the exception do you find you're staying more away from these games or do you find that the numbers get out of whack because you got the motivated team and then it gets priced into the market this late in the season and that maybe gives some value on the other side
2: um, yeah there are, there are instances where, where I think things get out of hand uh, based on narratives and things like that um, especially when the, the markets are maybe being uh, paid a little le- less attention to by some of the sharper players at this time of year as they, they get ready for the playoffs uh, and maybe – Um, You know, don't want to play the information game Uh, at this time of year with so many players sitting out and whatnot. You've got to be in front of the screen all day. You've got to have tweet deck up. You've got to have your 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 list of beat reporters for every team uh, curated. Um, and, And, you know, that that's something that you're doing all season long. But but now, especially, it's very time consuming. Um, personally, I'm taking this opportunity to get ready for the playoffs and then check out a little bit and uh, spend some time with the family before I know I'm going to be uh, glued to the TV and the screen for, for the next uh, few weeks or several weeks. No,
1: that's probably a very good idea with uh, so many resting players like we're seeing with the Boston Bruins or the Providence Bruins really putting that lineup out there tonight. But, Andy, wanted to ask you something. I know it's a different sport. This is something I do a little bit in the NBA, and it's worked for me. When you get two teams that are eliminated, nothing to play for, I usually like to lean the over in those totals, and more often than not, it seems like they get there. Do you find that in hockey where you get teams that all of a sudden sudden, they're out of it. You know, you get two teams playing each other. Like, let's say you get San Jose and the Kings playing each other, two teams that are eliminated. Do you find that you see more overs in those games really going forward towards the end of the season?
2: Well, I can't really speak to that. I don't have the, the numbers in front of me for that that specific type of trend, uh, but, but I can see your theory and, and why that would uh, maybe play out uh, in reality um, with, with, teams you know, playing loosey-goosey uh, as the season draws to a close. Um, I'm, I'm not much of a total better, I, I'm, and, and when I am betting totals, I'm, I'm uh, staking much less than I am when I'm betting sides. Uh, so, um I, I'm, you know, I, I'd have to look into it for you, uh, and you know, maybe I'll, I'll have that prepared for next season.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Andy, uh, real quick here, just about 45 seconds left. You've got a model up between the two and the three in the North Division, the Edmonton Oilers against the Winnipeg Jets, and you make Edmonton a pretty good sized favorite to win that series. What about Edmonton to win the North playoff? They're at plus two seventy five, just behind Toronto, who's at minus one twenty. Uh, do you think the Oilers? are a good shot to win that divisional playoff.
2: Uh, well, well, I haven't, I haven't um, calculated, done the math, but I would assume that rolling over the series price uh, would would get you a better result uh, if you're if you're banking on the Oilers uh, to win here against the Jets and then presumably play Toronto as a sizable underdog and get the job done. I think you would make a, a better profit in the in the short term uh, doing things that way than taking the plus two seventy five.
0: All right, my man, we'll do it again tomorrow. Bigger card on the ice for Wednesday, and we'll go over the Central and the West Division playoff picture as well. Have a good day, Andy. We'll talk to you soon.
2: All right, good luck today, guys.
0: All right, that is Andy McNeil. We join Josh Applebaum next as we wrap up the Lombardi line right here on VSEN. Sports betting excitement with BetMGM and you can win $100 for a $1 money line wager on the Lakers or the Knicks. If either team hits a three-pointer, you win. Just use the bonus code VSIN100 and get in the ring with the king of sportsbooks so that you can turn game time into showtime. Simply download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details and use the promo code VSIN100. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only. It excludes Michigan Dissociated Persons. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. 800-889-9789. And 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. The promotional offer is not available. In Nevada, Time to talk to Josh Applebaum. You can follow him on Twitter at Josh underscore insights. You can also find his market insights podcast at VEASAN com slash podcast. Good morning, Josh. Let's get right to it here. I notice one of the games on your card is the Mets and the Orioles and Wes and I discussed this one. Of course, it's the old theory fade the pitcher in his next start after the no hitter. And that would be John means and we've seen some money go towards the other side in the New York Mets.
3: Yeah, Brady West, uh, great to be with you here today. And I just, side note here, I think if you're betting on sports today, it's a great day. We got a huge MLB slate, huge NBA slate. I see a lot of value out there. So uh, it's a good day here to be to be in the arena sweating some games. But uh, great point by you guys. To me, this is a really sharp play in the New York Mets. So a couple things are going on right now. You look at Baltimore, they lost three or four to the Red Sox. They won the finale yesterday. The Mets, though, uh, they've won five straight. They're 16 and, uh, and 13 here. They beat Arizona, beat uh, St. Louis here. So they're playing pretty well after kind of a slow start but guys this is all about a fade the trendy dog opportunity to me you know dogs the gross hazmat dogs they have so much value when they look really disgusting they have no shot at winning uh, but yeah you can really buy low and extract additional value when a dog becomes popular that's when they kind of get that trendy dog uh, kind of moniker behind them and that's when I like to go against them so this would be a spot to kind of fade the trendy dog with the Orioles and you guys mentioned this is all about John Means uh, he's great this year 4-0 1.37 ERA coming off that no hitter against the so the public looks at this game and they say, "Yeah, the Mets have a, you know a better record here, but Means is getting plus money. How do you not take Means coming off a no-no?" Getting plus money here, you know. This game opened. A lot of these shops were around. You know, Mets minus 130. You have the Orioles around plus 120. But even though majority of bets are saying, "Give me the Orioles, give me Means in this plus money," we've seen a really sharp move here to the Mets. So the Mets have gotten steamed with Stroman on the mountain. And you think Means is the greatest pitcher here today? But Stroman, he's done pretty well. Three and three, 2.12 ERA. We've seen the Mets get steamed minus 130 all the way up to minus 147. What I like here, guys, is these interleague line moves. If you just go with the line movement. In interleague play, whoever the line goes to, you got to play the style and the ballpark of, of the, uh, you know, the, home, the home league here. But interleague line moves 30 and 22 this year, 58% that would match with the Mets here. You also get big steam, uh, $0.10 cents or more in a non-division game that's 59%. And then the kicker here is the favorite with a low total. When you're a, a favorite with a low total in this spot, the total here is uh, 7 down to 6.5. You had some money coming here on the under. Fave low total is a good thing because fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely it's going to come from that better team. So I think you know you wake up and say, hey, you know you walk into a bar and everyone you're talking to says, how do you not take John Means with the plus money? But sharp move here to the Mets here, guys. I'd be looking at playing the Mets here around minus 147.
1: And to your point, Josh, on Stroman, so far this season, posting career best numbers on the ERA, on the XFIP, ground ball rated above 60%. So when you're getting that high of a ground ball rate, rather, that means your sinker and your slider is staying down in the zone and it's being very effective. So I'm absolutely with you on the Mets. But let's go to the other New York team. The New York Yankees starting a set with the Tampa Bay Rays. Rays kind of had their no- number at least at, at the plate, uh, shall we say. The pitching has really shut down. The Yankees all of a sudden hot hitting. Jordan Montgomery against Luis Patino. Patino is going to be the opener for the Rays tonight. Minus 120 basically on the Yankees, plus 110 to take back on the Rays. Total of eight.
3: Yeah. So Wes, I think, you know, uh, we talk a lot about dogs this year. They're only winning about 46% of the time, but you're up almost 35, 40 units playing these dogs. So, uh, you know, we just mentioned kind of a favorite sharp play with the Mets uh, earlier here, but now looking at some dog opportunities, I think the Rays have some value here. You know, you look at, Kind of a buy low opportunity sell high opportunity remember the yankees started off terrible but now they're 18 and 16 they took two or three from washington it's funny when the yankees were struggling public wanted nothing to do with them now they're playing a little bit better they're becoming that big public you know cornerstone franchise popular play that we're used to seeing them but i think buy low in tampa bay has some value they've lost two or three against oakland but they're back home and really guys this is kind of a sharp line freeze or becoming a reverse line move play with Tampa Bay because you had the Yankees open around minus one twenty five. They for a while they were kind of staying exactly where they were, even though they're the, the popular play tonight. Now we're starting to see over the last hour the signs dipping a little bit. That's a good sign if you want to bet the Rays here because the Yankees have fallen Minus 120, uh, minus 125, down to minus 120. If you look at Tampa Bay here, uh, this would match some systems that I like. A dog with a line move in their favor, a divisional dog. That familiarity benefits the team getting the plus money. Uh, Dog off a win. Also, home dogs who made the playoffs last year. That's a 10% ROI uh, so far this season. And you mentioned it here, uh, here, Wes. The Rays have had the Yankees number. They're 5-1 against the Yankees so far this season. Going up against Montgomery today, has got around a 5 ERA. So I'd be looking at the Rays here, a little plus money with a short line that's becoming shorter in their favor.
0: All right, Josh, we've talked about your buddies in New York, but let's go right there at home with your Boston Red Sox. They are welcoming the Oakland Athletics to town today, and these are a couple of the best teams in baseball. Certainly record-wise, the A's make the trip east, and I think it's kind of a cheap price on Boston. I played the Red Sox today. I like Eovaldi and uh, his ex-fit versus his ERA and also versus the inconsistency of Chris Bassett. Am I on the right side? Is the market telling me I'm on the right side, Josh?
3: So I think Brady, you're getting a good number here on the Red Sox uh, minus 124 at this point. So I don't blame you, at, at, you know, at all in this spot, especially a team that swing the bats great. I think they're still first in the majors in hitting or at least, you know, top one, top two. My only caution here, Brady, would be I'm seeing a little bit of movement toward Oakland. So, uh, you know, I'm a Sox fan. You know, I love sweating my socks. But the Oakland A's to me would be a dog to keep an eye out for today because a lot of these books open with Boston around minus 130. Uh, some shops even a little higher, like minus 135 ish. Public play the getting majority of bets yet we've seen this line fall a little bit toward the Oakland A's so Red Sox dip you know minus 130 to minus 124 not a huge move here but a little money coming in on Oakland I think with Oakland uh, checking some of these boxes as well you have uh, a dog with a line move a sweet spot dog those dogs plus 140 or less have done well this year uh, road dogs quietly guys uh, road dogs where the public loves these home teams and favorites and home favorites together you can kind of go the other way with uh, with a road dog here 10% R. ROI and a dog with a high total. And kind of the funny thing is, you know, wind is blowing out. It's a very nice day in Boston today. Um, I'm like, you know, half an hour from Fenway here. And it's a beautiful day, but this total did drop a little bit, nine down to eight and a half. So that was kind of, uh, kind of a, you know, surprising move here to the under. So, uh, so, you know, Brady, I don't blame you at all for playing the Sox today, but keep an eye out for Oakland. If that line keeps moving, that might be something that you're looking for with a road dog.
1: Josh, Cubs-Indians, Albert Alzale, who has pitched a lot better lately for the Cubs, still has some positive regression on that XFIP, maybe do. Shane Bieber the same way, though. 298 ERA, 239 on the XFIP, so Shane Bieber taking the bump for the Cleveland Indians. Cleveland now up to about 185, even some 190 I'm seeing out there, so they're certainly seeing the support. Under, also rightfully, I would say justifiably seeing the support, now down to 7, under minus 120, minus 125, depending Depending on your store, but two pitchers that look like they have positive regression, at least going forward.
3: Yeah. Great point by us. And I think, you know, right off the bat, make it very simple line move to the Indians line move to the under here, the total open uh, seven, it's kind of still seven, but really, really juiced up under, I think maybe books are a little afraid if they drop to six and a half, would they get some kind of over just out of principle on the over six and a half, but a lot of money here uh, toward the under, you have seen interleague unders do very well this year. They are uh, 30 and 23, 57% to the under so far. Um, you're not getting the greatest number right now on the Indians. You know, you're kind of late to the party, but to me, the Indians are a pretty sharp play. If you want to back Bieber, I think you got a lot in your favor here today. Number one, kind of both pro and joke, a slight majority of bets, but even more bigger money here for, coming from some respected betters on the Biebs and in the tribe here. But I like guys, Um, you know, you look at, uh cleveland this interleague move system as we mentioned 30 and 22 58 percent steam 15 cents or more and you're coming off a win uh that's 57 percent this year also kind of an x factor is uh they had the indians had a rain out here and they haven't played since the eighth so they have a fully rested team rested bullpen if bieber's gonna need it here uh and you also look at the cubs they've struggled on the road four or nine on the road here so i think it's kind of rare you get You know, you can on the one hand, you say, how do I not take Cubs getting plus 170? That's pretty juicy here. But a lot of this movement, a lot of these interleague trends, especially with Bieber and a rested squad, to the Indians here. So I'd be looking at laying it here in an interleague game.
0: Josh, let's turn to the NBA. You have a game out east tonight in Charlotte, North Carolina, between the Hornets and the Denver Nuggets. And this game is very meaningful for both squads. Right now, Charlotte currently in the eighth hole in the Eastern Conference, Denver in the four spot out west. The Nuggets are laying uh, points on the road today, but uh, apparently you've got some insights on the total.
2: (laughs)
3: Yeah, so right off the bat here, Brady, a little bit of money and a little movement toward the Hornets. You did see the Nuggets open six and a half. It's down to five and a half. But I'll be totally honest with you guys. I'm all about these overs in the NBA right now. I kind of feel weird because I'm a contrarian better and usually that means I bet a lot of unders because the overs the public play, it can become overvalued. However, I think you're in the wild west right now, you know, kind of the last part of the NBA season where overs, maybe it's teams getting tired legs coming off the bubble year. Maybe they're not really trying on defense. Defense is all about effort, but so far overs eight and two yesterday or sorry, four and two yesterday. They're now 57% in the month of May and what I really like is in the month of May when an over rises. So you're getting a little bit of money to that over, seeing this line rise. It's 28 and 13, 70%. So this would match to me as an over opportunity. Nuggets and Hornets. It opened 219. It's been steamed all the way up to 223. Again, you're late to the party here. You would would have wanted to get a little bit earlier. But the other thing is these non-conference overs when you don't have this familiarity, you don't know how to match up on defense. It leads to uh, more scoring here in general. And you do have Denver 37 and 30 to the over. Five of the last six head to head have gone over. So I'd be looking at that Hornets uh Nuggets over, and then another one would be the Magic Bucks over. Similar sort of thing, 229 to 230.
0: All right, Mr. Applebaum, thank you very much. You enjoy your Tuesday. A great day for sports betting indeed. We'll talk to you next time on the Lombardi Line, buddy.
3: Thanks, guys. Good luck today.
0: All right, keep it here. Next up, it is Mike Palm and Amal Shah for the Nuts. They are live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Stick with us at VEASAN, the sports betting network.